Hello, Princeps, and welcome to the inaugural React Side Chat. I'm Johnny. I'm Alex. And we are occasionally going to be reacting to some of the movements in the Titanicus community. So I mean, that that kind of depends ish. on <laughs> on them releasing content, right? But you, uh, yeah, you should be expecting episodes. What like? four times a year if we're lucky i mean i would be that would be amazing if it was four times a year i think we had two releases last year um yeah. <laughs> but yeah we we just wanted to kind of uh you know bring like essentially like a bit of a mini pod um whereby we react to some of the new releases and stuff do a bit of speculation that kind of thing mm. um based on things that have been hinted at um or is currently out there in the in the ether that we're waiting for uh uh, news on so if you watch this video in six months time then it'll probably be horrendously out of date and you'll be thinking like what the hell were those guys talking about but yeah we're gonna have some uh, uh some takes in this episode that may not age well depending on how uh how how much foreshadowing yeah yeah we can we can give um yeah well i see you've brought a presentation I've, I have brought a presentation to this one. Um, I've, I have my laser pen uh, with me mm -hmm. as well. Uh, I'm not wearing my usual suit, uh, but you can consider no. yourself to be the board of directors that I'm giving this presentation on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, let, let's be honest, this isn't this isn't the podcast, so we're not going to do kind of like the usual sort of podcasty things, but there's always going to be a few things we want to kind of slip in in a like timely manner, which we don't normally get to kind of do between podcasts because you've probably realized that the podcast on a good kind of week when life isn't kicking us in the ass we, we get out about once a month so um if there's anything kind of like moving and shaking sort of between then we'll we'll obviously jump in and uh and let you guys know so there's like a few little mini announcements i guess um that we just wanted to bring to your attention before we kind of get into the reason why we're kind of uh um doing this today and and that reason really is conversion beamers um that was the big news which was hinted at two days ago i think at that yeah we'll see how quickly we can get this out um <laughs> but yeah yeah so that's that's essentially what we're going to be talking about today um but be before we do um we've been very lucky to join forces uh with laser forge miniatures um he does a load of acrylic uh, laser engraving, uh, and he's always done kind of like in the past a like a, a template set for specifically for Adeptus Titanicus, where you can have all of your well you, you can have your legio engraved on the template, so you could have like a legio graphonicus themed in a you know it could, it could be yellow or it could be grey and it had the legio graphonicus emblem on it, you know or the Furian's eye or something like that. Um, he's always done those, uh, but we've joined force, forces uh, with him to be able to bring the first in our line of maximal merch, which I'm going to start calling it. Um, yeah. So, so you can now Very get inventive. Yeah, yeah. Nice one, a bit of a lit, bit of alliteration there as well. Yeah. I quite like that. Um, but yeah, if, if you can now get maximal fire um, themed templates, uh, so they are in sort of nice day glow orange. With the Maximal Fire logo in the middle of it, and it comes in the the standard um, three inch, five inch, and the Firestorm template. So it looks really, really cool. Um, they're also available for a discount over the normal 
um, uh, Legio specific stuff. Um, so you can pick them up slightly cheaper. I think it's around about £18 for the set, where it's normally about £20 the set with if you want the Legios. And also, um, if you're a patron of ours, um, you get 10% off that as well. So it works out just over 16 quid, I believe, if the maths works out. So good news for patrons, and you can get access to that 10% from the £1 backing of our Patreon, uh, which is awesome. It's nice to be able to kind of like do some of this stuff like yeah, it's, it's very surreal isn't it yeah yeah it's very cool um and mm. the other thing that i just wanted to mention is uh we dropped we hinted at it in the podcast didn't we but i don't think i was quite ready to talk about it then um I was a bit cagey about the subject of something that i wanted to reveal um mm. but the um we dropped on instagram and facebook and discord the other day that we're holding a writing competition um so what we're asking for is um for our uh, if you want to get involved and you want a chance to win £50 worth of Games Workshop um, vouchers and £30 worth of BattleBling vouchers um, or local equivalent, um, then you need to draft us a, a background uh, lore story entry uh, for the Legio Maximal. So this is going to be kind of like our, our house Legio. We want people to write in and design us some fluff. So where did we come mm. from? um you know what what's what are legio maximal all about and we've already had a quite a few entries actually and they've been really really fun uh to read but if you do want to get involved that's going to run until the end of april um and then we're going to sit down with some judges and work out which one we're going to give the prize to so if you're a budding writer um or if you want kind of to uh or if, or if you just like um you just want to get involved and and sort of have a bit of fun and maybe win 80 quids worth of stuff then you know by all means send us the entries if you go onto our website um there is a section um under the community which is the writing competition if also if you have a look on the um our facebook you'll see the details there all the terms and conditions as well for that writing competition are on there as well as the rules and and what needs to be in your entry for it to be valid so yeah, really cool. It's uh, um, it's another way that we like to kind of uh, sort of involve the community in 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 what we do. A bit of fun, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's gonna be wicked. Any uh, any big authors out there? Just you know, feel free to submit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so the news, like everybody in AT, kind of goes a little bit mad the moment that we get like uh, I can't even remember what they call it now on on the war on the community website was it engine engine kill or something something like um, that we hear it so little but it's easy it, to forget the name it used to be like the first Thursday or the first Tuesday of every month and then we've not had one for donkey's ages and then mm -hmm. finally when was it like say couple of days ago they they just dropped this thing out of nowhere um mm. that we've got some new weapons coming uh which is really cool and we've kind of um we've looked into this uh you know what they've even they've even removed the name of the series of articles from from the warhammer community website so that's how infrequent <laughs> that it is um i'm sure it used to be like engine kill or something like that but mm. it's now it now looks like it's just bundled under the warhammer horus heresy stuff um yeah i know um but yeah i i think we've mentioned it in our articles or a podcast it kind of the lines are blurring at the moment how like the meta mm -hmm. is has been really stable and quite like the idea that they are bringing out 
these weapons which kind of we don't it would be nice to have more content but the fact that it is so infrequent means that the meta kind of gets to adapt and shift and Mm -hmm. um and stabilize uh between events it's not just like constant catching up and then something like leagues of leads of leagues of votan just gets dropped in the middle of it and then throws it all awry right off the key yeah um but yeah, conversion beamers. Um, didn't see that coming, personally. Yeah, that is, it's insane. I mean, my yeah. brain immediately thinks of the Asterius, the Acastus Asterius, and that's that's disgusting. It's a disgusting mm-hmm. chassis. Um, so yeah, like actually interesting. Terrifying. I mean, they they named the article quite aptly, didn't they? Um, yeah, you know, speed running engine kills or something like that. So um, I think one of the big things um, we spoke about is obviously it having uh, in in our own conversations uh, the maximal fire trait as well, which um, I think scared us initially at first that uh, a warhound's weapon could increase from strength 9 to 11 and then maximal fire. Well, we don't um, know if it's on the Warhound. But we the... don't know whether the Warhound profile is is actually going to have maximal fire on it, um, which I kind of hope it doesn't, because unless it's ridiculously expensive, why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, I mean, they, they've they've specifically called it out on the the Warlord. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I wonder if that is going to be the thing which differentiates um, like the two the two um weapon types the most i think we'll maybe we'll see like an extra dice like we've seen before or maybe the mm. um reaver and warhound one will be slightly shorter ranged or something yeah um but i think that the maximal fire trait is going to be massive for the um uh for for the warlord like you say so taking it from that um what did they say in the article? They said is it's from strength um, uh, uh, nine to eleven. Was it nine for to the 11? warhound? It was yes. Uh, for the the range of their their beamer, the the conversion beam dissoluter. Which makes me think then that if that's nine and eleven, like the the wording in the actual article says, a particularly bold princeps can even push their war uh, their warlord titan's conversion beamer extirpator. I, I, I hate. Love, I love. I love how corny and kind of trash all the naming conventions have been recently. It's yeah, so ridiculous, but it actually kind of fits. So you've got the dissoluter, fine. Um, yeah. That's like the Reaver and the Warhound, and then the Warlord is the Extirpator. Now, Extirpator, yeah, or Extirpator, but Extirpator. This this will only mean something to parents of children who are around about the age of four in the UK or the US. But whenever I see Extirpator, I just think of this god awful um, kids <laughs> YouTube presenter called Blippy. And he did this video singing about excavators. So every time that I like hear extirpator, I just think of that video. It's an extirpator. Anyway, no, I'm not going to. I'm like... so glad. <laughs> I don't know 
what the hell you're talking about at all. No, you know, I'm going to put up, a, I'll probably put up an image or something down the bottom just to really kind of um, like give the parents PTSD. Um, but it's, yeah, the naming's, names are rubbish. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. It says they can push their war, uh, Warlord Titans conversion beamer um, extirpator further, maxing out their reactors to increase strength by two with the maximal fire trait. A shot even stronger than the war uh, the Warbringer Titan's notorious Bellicosa cannon. Interesting that they say Warbringer Bellicosa cannon because it's the set, the Warbringer and the Warlord is the same. Mm. Um, but th- what they're saying there means that it's th- even stronger than strength twelve. Yeah, I mean, well, well it's going to be there's going to be a a strength to a strength differential. Uh, for the range, right? And then you're going to get that plus two, which is going to be essentially at, at the best range, plus two. And you get a plus two from maximal fire. And if the war hound version is strength nine, the warlord version is going to be the, the base strength is going to be higher. Maybe strength 10. Strength 10, which would bring it to 14 at the most optimal ranges. It's got to come in a minimum of 13, in which case they will leave it the same nine and long range 11 and then maximal fire to make it 13 that might be the safest option for them Mm. to do it because then it would still be stronger but it's what makes what's interesting about that statement is that they say that you can push to increase it with a maximal fire trait now maximal fire normally isn't a push ability so maybe that will be a reactor dice and then potentially as well you're going to be getting additional heat on a roll of a one I don't know. I I think it's a uh, poor wording on the uh, article writer's choice. It's I always intended as a. It's always tricky, I... right? To kind of yeah, like, like they're not that like, these things have happened before. I mean, we just have to look mm. at what was it? Void breaker? Was it void? No, void breaker. Where it was like you get an extra three shield hits uh, for every hit, and it's like no, actually, it's only an extra three on the top. Um, when the Volkite came out, it, exactly, it was that whole thing, wasn't it? Um, um, yeah, mm. I, I don't know. I don't think there will be a a push and then the maximal fire trait on top. I'd be very surprised. Um, so, so what? I mean, the only thing we've got to go on at the moment is the twin conversion beam cannon from the Asterius. Now, I couldn't find an Asterius terminal before I did this, but I think that the weapon stats stayed the same on the Asterius mm-hmm. compared to the Acastus. So I got it from the Acastus terminal. I don't think the weapon's any different. I think the only thing that changed with the Asterius was um, rules for the actual hull. Mm-hmm. Like the Mechanicum um, ability to repair and all that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> but going on the twin conversion beam cannon as a base, um, their short range is 24, going up to 48. Um, so anything over 24 inches, um, if we take this as, as given as like, if if we're assuming that the ranges are going to be the same, anything over 24 would be on that 11 inches, 11 inches, 11 strength, anything under Mm -hmm. it would be nine. Um, and then that's dice for strength nine. And then the difference with this is it gets blast five, uh, sorry, three or five and it's paired. And the three or five is that it's a blast three inches at short range and blast five inches at long range. Now, 
do you think the the Titan equivalent is going to be Blast? It's a tricky one. I wonder if the extra strength is the equivalent of increasing the Blast. Because it's only one rather than paired for a start. But I can't imagine mm. that they would do something this strong and give make it something you can call shots on. Very true. Yeah. So I, I wonder if it will be mm. a a three at, at least a three inch blast across mm. the board with the differentiation of of strength. Um but that this is a a bit of a game changer with the way that the um weapons work. Um because is is there anything else which changes strength? Or it's got like a different strength profile at different ranges. What about the what about the iconoclast? Was this was there anything to do with that? The I can't remember off the top the iconoclast um, um you know, the grav cannons. Yeah, the grav in the Yeah. Because it's t- it's different, isn't it? But I think it's still the same strength. I think it's just one is a ranged attack, one is a melee attack, and it's got different profiles like rending and stuff at close range compared to. Yeah, I think I think all of the kind of range differentiation is in the traits. Um, but that's me kind of just saying that off the top of my. I mean, at least there's no there's no like key key weapons that you'd see a lot of that we at least can remember there being any. Damage yeah. changes for range. Yeah, so looking at the Grav Imploder, the strength stays the same. It's just yeah. long-range traits versus short-range traits. So I guess we'll see a 9-slash-11 mm-hmm. with some asterisks on the um, on the weapon card. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think dice-wise we're going to be coming in? Because that is a, a dice-4 blast. At the moment, on That's the insane. on the yeah on the That's so good, isn't it? I can't imagine it being a one dice. No, e- even at the warhound level. Oh, I mean, uh, I know, I know, it sounds silly, but there are two barrels. <laughs> is it going to be a two dicer on the uh, on the is... warhound? I think for the vast majority of weapons, right, that seems to be the uh, the golden rule is oh, how many barrels it got. Yeah, I mean, what is the the macro Gatler has like what six barrels or or something, right? So... That's my blast gun's got two cells, and then on the um, um, Sun Fury, it's got four cells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I wonder if it will be. What do they normally do? Because they normally add, a, you know, a bit of increase in strength between the sides. Mm. And and maybe an extra dice. So maybe we'll see like dice two, dice three between the two. And I don't I don't think we'll see a difference in strength. Something in me thinks that it will be the warlord will still be nine, eleven, but the maximal fire will allow you to push it up to thirteen. Chuck that in an extergamus. <laughs> and yeah. then if assuming it's under five dice, which it will be for like the one heat, that's then strength fifteen, um, which is then nuking a Castus or Asterius on a two plus, um, yeah, straight off the board. That's grim. 
what I wonder is, is this going to make Asterius and Pythereans a bit more palatable on the on the board? I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. Because they're still Um, like the pariahs, aren't they? uh, I think they've become a little bit more accepted recently. Um, But they're just annoying and not fun to deal with. That being said, are people... I mean... I feel like people are going to be bringing these if they are as good as it, they seem to be, um, no matter what. Anyway, so I can see them. I can see them having an effect on on those knights for sure. Um, I don't think many people were bringing many of or any of them anyway, just because of the social faux pas associated with it. But. Um, yeah, I think that could have an effect. I don't think that was the intention of the weapon, but I th- I can see it having an effect. And honestly, I, I mean, it makes the the graviton ruinator look like a waste of points. I mean, these these could replace your volcano cannon as as the long range weapon, right? It'll it'll all come down. To whether or not these things require a push, than like an automatic push, mm-hmm. because you know you look at the the Warhound version of it at the moment. If it is anything like the Asterius's, if you're adding a blast and it's two dice and it's strength nine, then immediately we're we're talking plasma blast gun kind of territory, mm-hmm. and. And and you know, do we have a contender here for a replacement, uh, or rather a challenger to the plasma blast gun? And mm-hmm. ultimately that'll come down to how much it is points wise. Um if it is, I think it's gonna be more expensive than a plasma blast gun. Mm-hmm. Um what's a plasma blast Even... gun? Thir- thirty five points? Yeah, it's not cheap. It's so not th- cheap. this this if if it's if it's got blast and if it's um, strength nine, and ultimately if it's depending on what its accuracy penalty has, maybe it'll have a minus one as well. Um, but you know, surely this has to be kind of in the forty point plus kind of territory on a warhound. But like yeah. you say, if if we if it is forty eight inch range, then long range warhounds become possible. So maybe really you, you run one good. of these. And the and the other side you run kind of um like a graviton and then you've got like, you know, your long range snipery kind of setup for dealing with knights. Um And it's... also they're not even that bad against you know, shielded targets or anything like that just fired off um if they are but if they are two dice blast. So possibly four hits on Yeah. You know, it's not like uh you know, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, the thing that excites me is the Reaver version of it, because the plasma is the one weapon that the Warhound has that the Reaver can't mount um, mm-hmm. on its on its top hat at the moment. Um, I think that's right. I um, can't think yeah, of any others can't. off the top of my head. Oh, other than Ursus claws and shock lances, yeah, you know, that's... That, those kind of things. Um, but again, depending on whether or not this is a push ability. This to me screams an automatic inclusion for like a rifleman, um, Reaver, 
Oh yeah. Or like something to supplement a rifleman reaver because that's a big old push. And what would you rather have? Something that's potentially strength eleven on your top hat and your venator maniple, or would you rather have like the um, uh, the laser blaster, for instance? Right. Yeah. There's no question really, apart from points. Yeah. You, you start entering the territory where you have to actively think about putting in shield strippers because these are, you know, these are possibly just very good. Yeah. Um, it's so, so, so really. What what what's your prediction then? What what are you gonna predict at this point? We haven't we don't know yet. Uh, there's been no more teased. Hopefully, it's gonna come in the next couple of weeks. But what what do you think? I think they'll be either e equal to the blast gun or the most expensive warhound uh, weapon option available. Um. If they do have to push and then have the option for maximal fire, then they become a little bit scary. Risk versus reward, though, more so than maybe hand. other, Very other weapons. And, that, and that's the other thing as well, is that if it doesn't make you just push before firing on a Warhound, even if you're not getting the maximal fire trait, that really kind of... That's a, that's a scary game to be playing. Um, I think they're going to be expensive. I think the one on the Warlord is going to be good, like really good. Um, but yeah, it's it's really hard to tell at the moment, isn't it? Without um, with just some very vague community post about yeah. abilities and question marks next to you know verbiage, whether they actually intended well it or. Well, th th this, this here's here's my prediction, and I'm I'm making this up on the spot. I've not thought about this anymore. Mm -hmm. I think that we're going to see the Warhound and the Reaver. I reckon is going to be forty points, mm -hmm. and the Warlord. I think is going to come in at sixty. Um, That's maybe safe. maybe fifty five, same as a Bellicosa. But I think you get to sixty plus. You're kind of rivaling the sort of weapons on a. Um, uh, a warmaster at that point. In fact, what is it mm -hmm. on a warmaster? Um, he says, warmaster, warmaster, <laughs> warmaster, warmaster. So, oh, it's 70 points for the suzerain. So, yeah, okay. maybe, maybe 60. Um, I think your, your, your warhound, I wouldn't be surprised if that is like, uh, 24 like 32 or 24 something like that maybe slightly shorter ranged um two dice strength nine um and strength 11 at long range um blast three inches yeah i think that that's that's what i that's going to be my prediction for this and then for the extirpator um we'll go 24 48 um dice three three inch blast still mm -hmm. i think really maybe they'll do the same with the three inch five inch but i think that i, I think it's, i reckon it'll be a flat five inch it's um i can't see them being identical to the asterius which is why mm. like i think that um i think that they will be um you know have the strength buff buff instead of the blast buff um but yeah, I don't think the thing is, is if if blast isn't on it, um, 
I don't know if that's better or worse for the weapon. Um, I think if you if you had something which was like three dice strength fifteen, which could target, then that's a hell of a sniping weapon. Um, so I think that I, my, my gut says they're going to keep the blast in there just yeah, for the random blast. re-roll of the that would be location. scary. That would be scary to have it without a blast. Yeah, um, that would push it into. You know, not don't want to don't want to say the cursed word, but but broken territory. Um, the, I feel. the the other thing we have to consider as well, of course, is that the Asterius is on a knight chassis with mm-hmm. a knight's reactor, and it's got two of them to fire. Mm. So may, maybe the Titans should be more disgusting than that. But I already think that they are disgusting on an Asterius. Never mind on a uh, if it was more powerful on a Titan. That's the so, Yeah, we shall see. I think mm. the thing about them is, as well, I think more than any that have been released recently, they are sexy-looking weapons. Like, I, I really oh, yeah. like the Extirpator. I think that that looks amazing. Like, and I kind of want loads. I think I'm, I want three or four uh, <laughs> across all of my legions. My Tritonus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And the Warhound version just looks meaty, like really mm-hmm. meaty. More like it's it's probably what like twice the width of a normal Warhound weapon. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, you can see it next to it on the uh, on the slideshow, and it, it's wider than its head. You know, I mean, it's taller than its actual head, and yeah, a lot of the front of its torso. It's a beefy gun. Um, yeah. <laughs> wait until you see the uh, Asteus uh, Warhound with two of them. Sat at the back until it blows up, just firing away. I mean, that's I mean, the thing, isn't it? I mean, will we see that? Somebody will run it. You know, suddenly does coolant? What was it the uh, the coolant reactor or something like that? The the placeable uh, stratagem that that helps you bleed heat. And and is it plasmatic? might actually become a thing? Plasmatic binders is, is is that the other one which allows you to vent heat yeah. on a two plus or something? I can't remember. I never um, take it. Um, corruption as well, frozen soul or something like that as well. I'm pretty sure has bonuses for for getting yeah. heat back. So I think the push ability is the is the question mark here. It, mm. I feel like a weapon like this on a warhound probably should push, but then you've got the benchmark of the the plasma, which is strong and doesn't have a push and is maximal fire. True. So it's whether or not this will be. Strong, but with a push on the lower mm-hmm. engines, and on the bigger engines, it will be maximal fire instead of the push. Or, you know, like I said, hinted at earlier, who knows? Maybe maximal fire will be a push on its own, and then you get additional heat on top. Yeah, might just be poor wording, but you know, I guess we'll see. Um, but all I can say is that I, I want, I want them. Yeah. Right. So. They, they look great and like i say i think that this is good news for night players in the respect that sorry not night players but people who want to put a caster's packet it's not good news for night not players. good news for night players at um, all. it seems like everything that games workshop's releasing at the moment is stuff designed to um uh hurt knights quite considerably because this will bypass the shields on most knights mm-hmm. so you get them when they uh yeah get them from far away yeah 
you know, and like I say, if you are in an extergamous maniple with one of these, then you're going to be um, two plus critting a poor fee. So grim. Yeah, it is pretty grim. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, Games Workshop. If you want us to uh, provide a in-depth review of the miniatures, maybe get them featured on a background. You know, or... how close to the mark were we on this one? Let's, uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, you know, I, I've tried to. I, I I've tried to guess. Uh, I remember when I was trying to guess, like the price of how much the direwolf was going to be, mm-hmm. and every time I think it's going to be like excessive, it comes in as reasonable, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh. Okay, so maybe I'm just, you know, I I wonder if it, it might be a bit more tamed back than what we're, um, what, what, we're saying. But uh, the graviton cost again? Do you remember? Was it twenty points? I think. No, no, cost price wise. <laughs> oh, in real life. Right. No, no, it's like <laughs> oh, it's sort of sixteen quid or something for all yeah. lords. Twelve quid. For yeah, the... I don't think these will be too bad at all. Um. Yeah, no, I, mean, I was just using the price as an example for when I was trying to work out, you know, Games Workshop always surprises you um, yeah. sometimes. It's, it's almost futile to kind of try and guess what these things are because mm. they'll um, they'll always be a surprise. Um, there'll be something in there which we didn't think of. Um, but yeah, really interesting. But there's one thing about this release which has, like, got you, like, uh, like a dog on heat. And uh, and that's a little image which was quickly redacted, um, which I personally think that you and a few other people are are reading into or seeing things that they want to see. But let's talk about that Warhound base image. We can dream. All right, we're allowed to dream. What does this mean for you, Johnny? If Epic returns, um, I will be extremely happy um yeah there have been a lot of hints recently haven't there so you think that that base you think that base is intentional see i when i saw that i thought that's a prototype base put on a warhound why why would they put a pro they've had this game out how long now why would they just find a warhound with a prototype base well, I mean, like, you know, they, they have loads of these in stock, right? And they have the studio ones. And if they've magnetized the arms, then they just take the arm off and put another one on for the photos. Let's be real. This is a this looks like a new paint job, right? Um I've not seen I've not seen like this crispy level of, of painting on any of their titans. Like they've they've really gone ham on the, on this one. Um, the re- the Reaver in particular in that article, it looks really nice and yeah, I think I think I'll go with you with that to an extent. They are 100% like gearing up for something. Like it's it's just it's the perfect time, right? You've got Horus Heresy has just kicked off. Um people are like getting back into that the law and you know the books are ending. I mean I'm good way through the uh the end of the death. Uh, volume one at the moment, which ooh, it's getting good. Um, it's the perfect time, right? I I think it will be thirty k epic to begin with. I think it makes sense, given that for that it would come in like a you know like a, its own box, kind of like the uh, 
the old Titanic starter set, right? And they only have to create Space Marine sculpts. You know what I mean? Maybe like the uh, odd character differential, but to start with, you know, Space Marine sculpts, mini Space Marine tanks. I mean, all they have to do really is shrink down the models that they've got in their 3D systems and, you know, scrub out some of the, the finer details. Um, it makes business sense for them to test the water uh, with like a 30K version. And then we'll hopefully, God, hopefully move to 40K. The one thing that I will say, uh, which is the only part of doubt in my mind, which was when I say maybe this was like a prototype base, is the fact that that is obviously a molded base. Like you can see that it's it's completely flat, but there's a recessed part at the back um, in the front section where the base kind of cuts away and goes into the base. Mm-hmm. So. Like you say, either this has been purposefully built um, by them for a a reason. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me why they would change the base size and base depth for Epic compared to... Why? Think about it. If you've got base, base heights that are almost the height of your infantry... Okay, fine, yeah. <laughs> it's going to look hella dumb. Trust me, I've, I've 3D printed like... Some some epic bits for Tyranids before, and it looks stupid on the uh, on the normal GW size base. Is to make them look like they would fit in with the scale. I think and if, it if needs you, to have a shrinking. If you think about games like Flames of War as well, that sort of width is much more in keeping with the um, the base size of of the Flames of War mm-hmm. um, bases, and and again a bit more like Epic. Um, but at the worst, like the worst case. Could this be a range of GW base toppers, or or custom uh, bases for Adeptus Titanicus? Like at the worst, maybe that is a hint of that. Mm. At the best, this is them accidentally. I say accidentally; they don't do anything on act by accident. Nothing right? they do. If, um, if you think that any leaks that have ever come out are anything but planted by GW, and it serves they the know what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, very quickly, you could see what is that base all around, uh, all about coming up on the post, and then sure mm-hmm. enough, that image got changed and it got kind of, like, made invisible. The fact that they removed it itself, I think, makes it seem a little bit more important than just a Titanicus base. There's the a bridge yeah. as well. I, 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 I want to believe on this, and I must admit, mm-hmm. there's been... A few too many kind of subtle hints. Now, there was an article the other day about 40 years of the Warlord Titan. It also happens that isn't isn't this Games Workshop's technically its 40th year? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a big old article about how kind of like they, they've redone the, the Warhound. There was a video which at uh, Warlord and then there's a video which went with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like that got me thinking, you know, you're, you're now showing lots of uh, like old style epic models, trying to kind of like build people's nostalgia up for that a little bit. Yeah. 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 And uh, a lot of the recent like nods to the event, they've used the word epic a good amount. 
you know, they, they normally will say, you know, big, huge, blah, blah, blah. It does feel a little bit more forced this time around. I don't know whether I'm just, you know, always sunny. Charlie's got the big sheets of paper <laughs> up and I'm drawing the, the lines between the two. And Do I need going, to use that, that, crazy. that image yes. that I used in the last one again? Right, right okay. Yeah, uh, do it again. Yeah. I, 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 you have to kind of keep... I don't know if you we're reading too much into it, right? But there were the last and that forty years of um, the Wall of Titan thing. The last mm. sentence in it before all of the caveats was, "And while epic scale Warhammer is in abeyance, the current edition of Adeptus Titanicus has brought many more god engines out to play." Abeyance, uh, which if you haven't looked it up on the in, uh, on the internet. Um, basically means in a state of temporary hold or suspension. I Read mean, into that what you want. Like we said, no word they... Why would you use the word abeyance? I know they do like to use big words, quote-unquote, to hype stuff up and kind of fit it into the, the kind of high gothic lore of what they're trying to, you know, promote. Um, come on. If that's... I, I, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't say, and while Epic Scale Warhammer is currently on hold, because then people would be like, mm. sorry, what? Like, you know, always, you know, abeyance is a word that some people wouldn't necessarily know what it is off the top of their head. Um, I, d I also think maybe it is a, uh, if I'm, you know, being the devil's advocate here, maybe it is because they're talking about Epic. It is a way to say they don't want to say like and while that's been scrapped and it's off the shelf and it's never going to happen again they don't want to put that into writing either um maybe that's why they use that word but like coupled with everything else um if it's then just like a primaris lieutenant i will left turn try. come on dude we're english lieutenant sorry Sorry, Lieutenant. There we go. Um, yeah, come on. It's it's. I mean, I'd be interested to see what what other people think about it. Um, a lot of people seem pretty convinced that something's happening. I I I I would love to see what they can do at this scale, um, with the quote unquote epic. Because I I never really particularly liked the old epic models like they were just too small. I I quite mm -hmm. like I got into my flames of war at fifteen mil right. This would kind of sit in that kind of halfway eight to ten mil kind of range. I don't know what is it is it officially eight mil? Have they ever said what it is officially? Eighty, eight, ten, somewhere in that region, isn't it? I I like looking at it at a six mil lens because it makes everything just a little bit bigger and cooler. Um, but six but, mil was original epic, wasn't it? So that's well, exactly. why, yeah, you put the original stuff on there, and um, it does make everything look bigger. But then you have to kind of like I, I actually worked out, you know, how big is a warhound titan? Well, it's only actually the size of a house, so it's it's about the size of a two story house, um, mm -hmm. which isn't colossal. Huge. It's not like the old yeah. law made you kind of think that they are. They're still obviously mm -hmm. if you saw one of those things coming down the road, you would still probably shit your pants. Mm -hmm. it, it definitely would. Um, you definitely would, yeah. But you know, they're not as as colossal as um they've done before. Or or they've hinted at before. 
And the other thing mm. as well is that you've got to, um, I think it kind of like that eight to 10 mil, they can really kind of allow for true scale mm-hmm. um, miniatures. So you have like essentially six millimeter guard, guardsmen, eight millimeter um, Astartes, nine, nine millimeter custodies, you know, like obviously not in scale, but like in, in height. So there is an obvious kind of, I think it would be amazing because you don't really see that on games of 40k where um, the, all of the models essentially are in that 32 millimeter, and you know Primaris are slightly bigger than um, Guardsmen, but Guardsmen are supposed to be like six foot, and Space Marines are supposed to be you know what upper sevens eight. Yeah, probably going to be shouted at, but tall. They're tall, really, really big. Yeah, um, and you don't really get that, and you know, that's why so many people kind of do the whole true scale marine conversions and and 3d uh printed stuff um mm-hmm. but actually seeing epic if you know if you were running an, a solar auxilia if you want to do like siege of terror you had some solar auxilia and you had some um you know, space so marine sick. legions and having the difference in size between the models i think it would be really good um the quality of board will be insane at that scale as well like the boards you could make would would look sick. They'd look awesome. Like really, really cool. You could make the Siege of Terror at that at that scale, and yeah. maybe again, that's why they're doing it at the height of or the conclusion of what is essentially the the Horus Heresy storyline. If they were going to release anything more that is, um, you know, like thirty k adjacent, they're gonna do it before the book series finishes you'd think so wouldn't you um I, right they haven't announced yet have they ended and death and end and the death part two but i, I would be no. surprised if it's not this year like september time something like that mm-hmm. um i really hope so because i'm running out of this book and i need more <laughs> yeah I, i'm i'm listening to it on audible at the moment so i'm an yeah. hour and a half away from the end so yeah um but yeah God, it's good enough. I, I guess oh, the big question so is is are Maximal Fire going to do Epic if they release Epic? Yes. And if you're not, I will do it on my own and play <laughs> it on my own um, no. against myself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 100% in agreement here. And I think as well, like, this can only really be a good thing for AT as well. Because mm-hmm. if, as long as they give you options for both and they support it and still continue to treat it as two different games um then it it can only be a good thing for AT because it will mm-hmm. it will push for more plastic releases of of certain titan classes um and the big thing would be that it probably wouldn't be the specialist games department it would be in with the rest of the um uh main studio guys mm-hmm. you'd hope but you know I really, I really hope that they do continue to support AT because AT fills a slot which isn't filled by Epic, and not every mm-hmm. AT person will want to play Epic. Um, it's very you know, true. AT is an amazing skirmish game. It's not really a a large scale war game, um, which you know Epic is probably more geared towards, um, but. We'll see, I guess. I, I really hope mm-hmm. that they do continue. Um, I, I hope that this is a boost as well as like 
a different avenue for people to use the title. Like I've got all that stuff behind me, right? I I would love to um be able to roll a lot of that out with Epic because you know we we're already halfway ready to go. Yeah. Okay, our bases might be the wrong um, sizes, but I can't imagine that making a huge difference in in By a the game. Looks of it, they're the same. They're the same size as in you know width. Um, it's just the height. You know, aesthetically, you're not gonna have to rebase your titans unless you really want to mm. um which i probably maybe would um yeah it would it would just be it'd be awesome i think it definitely if it exists it will be 30k um purely from the fact that like i said before with the repeat sculpts and the space marines just doing them all you know for each side of the the boxes um handy because then again you get the the horus heresy situation where people were picking up boxes and just using all the models in the box uh to make one army as opposed to having two armies in the box so um, so, but... so more speculation then if okay. they drop they drop a box what do you yes. think is going to be in that box because my personal thought is it's not going to be um imperial fists versus um sons of horus because they've done right. that with heresy they've done that so I'm wondering, Death Guard versus White Scars? I was just thinking that. Because um... that way, oh, I think you could, you could throw in they... some really cool mechanics, right? I think I think we'll probably see a box set come with two War Hound Titans. A bo- you know, a, I don't a... think they'll be Titans. I would be very surprised if they wouldn't, because Epic is all about it, and and the War Hound comes on two two of them on one sprue. So it's an easy thing to chuck in when everything else is going to be quite okay. small. I'll take that, so, yeah. So two Warhound Titans, and then you'd have a ton of jet bikes in there. Mm-hmm. You'd have maybe kind of like some um, uh, Spartans, um, yeah. maybe so, yeah, some Dreadnoughts and some Sicarians. Mm. And then and then just infantry. And the idea being like, you know, you, I can the box set being the White Scars um jet bikes and a warhound of let's say Griffonicus, why not? Um yeah. or, or Ignatum, it'll be one of those two. Um, yeah. on one side of the box and on the other side it'll be Mortis and it will be Death Guards, Spartans and Terminators and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's that's um, my that's my kind of guess. <laughs> another nod to it being thirty K uh as well is the fact that the Mortis Warhound that they've shown is in 30k colors it is not corrupted or you know scarred with the 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 10,000 years of post heresy if this has got anything to do with epic if this has got anything to do with epic <laughs> i i am i'm i'm feeling it i'm feeling it in my bones i will be up waiting for that reveal yeah with bated breath and excitement um yeah i if think it's, it's gonna be there so do you think it'll drop at adepticon or do you think it'll drop at fast if it drops at all i think they will mm, it's gonna be adepticon right isn't fest that's when they're celebrating the 40 years isn't it yeah but a but then Adept they've also is huge, like it's yeah. massive. And aren't they also? Isn't there rumours about 
10th edition 40k which is where i think for the 40th anniversary 40k of, of warhammer of 40k they will they will go here's 10th edition um i'm still not convinced that the uh the gene or the the tyranid and terminator image are to do with a new box edition but if they're gonna do it it's gonna be at warhammer fest right it's gonna be on yeah. home ground or relatively home ground in manchester and it's gonna be you know on the actual anniversary and i think this will be the big epic reveal it's upcoming one let's see i guess i'm gonna look we like can... such a knob in a week and a bit i'll tell you <laughs> yeah. I mean, you at know, the end of the day, it's all speculation, right? And the, these things are only as good as as they are present. Um, so, yeah. like, if you're watching it now, it makes sense. But if you're watching it in six months' time, it's, it's mm-hmm. nonsense. But um, I would love to. Right, oh, yeah, I'd be interested to look back on it. Um, maybe we'll do yeah. an episode in the future, which was, you know, how how much did we get right? How much did we get mm-hmm. completely wrong? But um, but yeah. Um, any kind of final thoughts? I really, really need this epic box. <laughs> I'm just gonna return to that again. Um, yeah, God, please, please make this ex- exist. Just, just do it, GW. Do, 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 it. do we, we? We have to follow the tabletop standard um, route of of going into epic bat reps as well. Then, mm. although they were there first, be- weren't they? Oh, it, yeah, but it's, it's different, right? It's going to be the rules are going to be so different to old Epic, no doubt about it. Um, it's going to be a whole new system, um, more so than the change from first yeah. to second edition of of Horus Heresy. Um, yeah, damn, it's going to be so cool. It's going to be fun. Terminals? Be fun to make... No. Oh no, it'd be a bit more. Like, I can see them being a bit more like knights working like mm. night terminals so each kind of squadron would have or e- each company or however big regiment like <laughs> regiment uh however big they kind of scale it might be like knights whereby they have pips and you take off bases when they go off the end of the track but otherwise don't have any of the other macro managing of like the that the warlords or you know the titans i think i think it'll, there'll be no uh terminals at all i think it would be wounds based well let's um, hope on uh on some of the bigger stuff that they still include an at terminal in the box they won't they won't they won't they, they, they released their new game they're not gonna throw in something to you know but i i think that you know there's a enough of a community about where if people were like oh i've got this titan or these loads of titans from epic but i'd quite like to just do like a a titan only battle of epic as like, oh we'll just play titanicus then right you know what i mean so yeah yeah no i'd i'd be interested to see what the audience thinks because i just want the theories i need to in, indulge in them at like 1 a.m tonight yeah uh, while i'm waiting for the, any more news on it <laughs> let us know what you're thinking in the comments um you know mm-hmm. Do you think the same? Or do you think that we're reading too much into it, or, uh, or or do you have any other kind of different ideas? Um, especially kind of interested to see what do you think of the conversion the conversion beamer? Do you like it? Are you excited for it, or um, do you think it's an unnecessary addition to the game? Um, yeah, I guess 
we'll do another one of these reactor side chats next time that there is something a bit more to talk about. Hopefully, it'll be after Adepticon. Maybe. Which is Maybe. next week. Yep. Let's try and get this video out quickly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much, guys, for, for watching. Um, like I say, tell us what you think about this. Um, do you like hearing us waffle about um, conspiracy theories? Um, mm -hmm. Or, um, yeah, what do you want to see in kind of like future episodes? So, yeah, we need a new sign-off for this. Go big, mm. go loud, go epic. Mm, no. <laughs> no, that's... No. We should no, have thought uh, about this in advance, shouldn't we? We should have probably thought about this beforehand. Um, like and subscribe. There we go. There's yeah. one. Or do whatever you have to do on any of the podcast things that you listen to us on. And, uh, well, we'll stick with the classic for now, yeah? Ah, oh, uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? We could just say cheer cheerio. Yeah, or right. you know what? Yeah, this is too this is this is too yeah. casual for a sign off. Yeah, it's not a podcast. So, thanks no, for watching, guys. Can. Yeah, we'll see Stick you again around. next time. And go I maximal. Oh, you had to say it, didn't you? <laughs> see you later, guys. Good night. Bye bye.